Welcome back to Bat Rankings, where you can come for Batman. Let's stay for Anthony. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton. With me as always... Hi, everybody. It's Kenny Wendorski. And we are here. We're we're back on a, on a mostly regular schedule again. <laughs> we're building up that backlog, although we're... Uh, we're going to do something special after we're done with this recording. We're going to do a little little surprise bat rankings live stream we'll for Christmas. Yeah, this yeah. Is, and if it works great, if it doesn't work, you know, at yeah. least we tried for science. Exactly. That's that's what <laughs> science is all about. We're we're here to talk science. I've been doing some science lately. Have yeah. I told you about how about this new project I've been involved with? The the Oh uh, no, the yes. SimCity Sim- Crowd yeah. Control. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of my one of my good friends is a professor of uh, sustainability engineering at ASU, and he's got me working on this project uh, to take SimCity, like the 1989, uh, the the Super Nintendo port specifically, and we're hacking it to well some folks at a company named Warp World have already hacked it to let people get into the code and like trigger natural disasters and. Uh, either like gift or take away resources from the city. And we're using it as a simulated model to study volunteerism in natural disasters. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I lead an interesting life. (laughs) This is going to be cool. And uh, I believe it's ASU is uh, looking into it or you're going to propose it to ASU. Yeah. Yeah. He's got some funding uh, already. So we're, we're using that to sort of, you know, do a proof of concept on the software as it exists now. And if it works out, we might uh, either approach the, the company that made, the version of crowd control that exists, which is primarily for entertainment, we might either approach them or put together a new team to create a custom hack specifically to simulate resilience and disaster volunteerism for academic purposes in the classroom. But that's pretty neat. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Can you choose the natural disaster like flooding, earthquake? Yeah, so that's the volcano. <laughs> so that's the way. Like for entertainment purposes, what it does is it lets uh, you know if you were streaming it on Twitch, which is another thing that I do besides this podcast. Uh, that's the whole entertainment value is that the viewer can. Uh, pay a little bit of real money to trigger a natural disaster and then the player has to has to deal with it so in in the game proper the normal game a natural disaster is just like a slight you know random chance that it might happen but playing this crowd control version human nature being what it is hey guess what (laughs) you're gonna be dealing with lots of uh my viewers really like bowser attacks Uh, okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) but you know so playing you know the vanilla single player game natural disasters are are a known quantity like there's x percent chance that it'll happen and you know this game's 30 years old people have solved it at this point but by introducing this social element it becomes a much more unpredictable process. So the player has to be a lot more outside the box in their thinking to make their city a success, which yeah. is interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So yeah, that's that's my science. Have you done any science lately? Oh, man. No, not, I changed a diaper in the dark. I mean, that takes a certain amount of resilience. It does. You just kind of... So, yeah, my life is not nearly as exciting as yours. I got, I got you know, diapers and... Uh... 
<laughs> well, that's about it. Formula. <laughs> well, we watched some science today. Here we did. It was, it was all science all the time on Batman the Animated Series. We watched Tiger Tiger. Yes. Yes. We open up on the Gotham Zoo, not the Maytog Zoo. No. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. <laughs> we uh, we saw the sign. From the back, and so I was squinting at it for a second. What? What's a matog? <laughs> we both did the same. We were like, uh, it's hard to read Art Deco backwards. Yeah, <laughs> of course, Gotham Zoo. Just, yeah, you know, just down Gotham Boulevard <laughs> at the foot of Gotham Mountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just take the Gotham Freeway down yeah. to yeah, from Gotham, Gotham Harbor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we have Selena Kyle in the zoo after hours talking to a tiger. As she likes to do. I guess so. This is uh, before a date. We don't find that out until later on. But yeah, she's doing that. And uh, some monkey guy shows up. This like ape man. He's wearing clothes. Other, Other than that, seems to be just a, you know, pretty, pretty. He is just an ape. Yeah. But he's wearing pants and a and a jacket and and I love this a driver's cap. Yes. He looks very like <laughs> other than the fact that he is an ape man, he he looks like a guy who should be driving a cab in, right. in like nineteen twenties New York. It's beautiful. And he drugs her. I uh, I can't remember, is it a dart gun? Yeah, yeah, it's a a tranquilizer and we will uh, later find out a dose of something else but that doesn't right. that doesn't come until later and she you know obviously she falls asleep and then a security guard shows up and he's like hey what's going on yeah he the, sees the the guy and he's like oh good lord yeah <laughs> wasn't expecting a monkey man <laughs> yep but this <laughs> this ape man bitch slaps him oh, off into the into the tiger enclosure and we cut to the next scene with the tiger growling at him and i'm marking down on my notes did this dude just die off screen <laughs> that'd be the he, second time yeah <laughs> he did not he shows up again yeah. later but uh <laughs> we cut to bruce wayne outside a restaurant he's uh keeping on keeping on just trying to mix business with pleasure uh he had invited selena kyle to a dinner date to discuss some sort of uh wildlife preservation charity thing uh, and she didn't show up. He pulls out his retro-ass 80s cell phone with the extendable antenna that he yeah, has to pull out. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice uh, uh, blast from the past there. And then, you know, long story short, he goes to the zoo. Uh, and yep, uh, That's where we see the guard uh, giving <laughs> his, his statement to the police about this monkey man. And Batman does a little bit of detective work. You know, Bruce shows up, gets the story from him. I... Uh, Thinking, well, who would know about human-animal hybrids? Speaking of nice callbacks... Langstrom! Langstrom from... <laughs> uh, Man-Bat, who... Why does he want to be a man? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this episode, as sort of a pseudo-sequel to On Leather Wings, gives us no further insight onto why the obsession with animal-human hybrids. No, but uh, <laughs> Batman shows up there, and Kurt examines uh, the the tranquilizer dart yeah and this is where we find out it's not only a sedative it also contains a substance which is key to this human animal splicing technology which is manufactured by a dr emile dorian Uh, and emile dorian has been experimenting there's one of them in a cage that dr langstrom just has 
yep. half monkey, half cat. Yep. Uh, he says, if you want to go talk to this guy, he owns his own island. Yes. So <laughs> what does Batman do? He heads on off to the island of Dr. Moreau. Very much. <laughs> very island of Dr. Moreau from this point forward. This because is, at this point. <laughs> so uh, kids out there, there is a, a H.G. Wells book, yep. um, which was turned into two movies. There was one, I believe it came out in the 60s, which is great. Mm-hmm. I saw it with my parents and, you know, it, it is out of date, of course, but it's good. Then they made one in the 90s. That one's not so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but this is one of those, I can see what they were trying to do. Yep. Batman, kind of like our Hardak episode. Yep. Let's take these, yeah, the these... realm of science fiction and drop it in the world of Batman. This one does not succeed as well. <laughs> yeah, certainly not as well as Heart of Steel. I mean, we we might get the chance to compare them later on when we get to the science <laughs> segment. But yeah, spoilers straight up front. Heart of Steel does this classic sci-fi homage thing, I think, a little bit better than this episode. Uh, I have not seen either of the Island of Dr. Moreau movies. I have read the book. And the thing is, the book... I mean, it's really interesting because H.G. Wells lived before genetic engineering was a sparkle in the eye of anyone. Uh, The way he described it, was it was all surgery. Right. Trying to, to... give animals more human-like qualities. And there was some subtext, there was some themes there of as hard as the crazy mad scientist doctor tried to uplift these animals and give them a more human-like nature, they would constantly regress back to their animal selves. Mm. And there were sort of like parallels between, you know, he's taking on the, the god role of trying to ennoble these beasts and they keep regressing just like... You know, humans, God tries to lift us up and teach us moral principles, but we're always back to fucking things up and starting wars (laughs) and just being jerk humans. Yeah. So there were some themes there that are just not touched on in this episode. Not at all. But this episode's kind of taking the very surface level qualities of this classic work of science fiction with none of the interesting themes that made it good. Yeah, it's, uh, but, you know, uh, Batman shows up at the island, and yep, this and is where we get introduced to the, the Doctor. Yep, the Doctor, and also Tigress, who's... Oh, his, for, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and Selina is in full uh, damsel in distress mode once again. She's been turned into a half-woman, half-cat. Yes, Tigress, also a half man half cat type creature although it's implied it, i'm i'm never quite clear but dorian dr dorian says he created tigress from scratch I think it doesn't it, seem like he like kidnapped a man and no, turned him into a cat i think it's vice versa i think it was yeah. cat turned into man as opposed to selena's yeah at least that was kind of the what i was reading into it yeah which uh, the monkey man i think that was a man and then turned into a monkey yeah, we're we're never quite clear on that one either. Yeah. But uh Tigress and Garth is the name of the monkey yeah, man. Garth. <laughs> Party on Wayne! Party on Garth. <laughs> uh they're they're having little training sessions fighting each other and Dorian's giving uh first Selena and then Batman his expository dialogue about how he just wants to create something strong and Tigress is so strong he's great. Why? It's so stupid. Yeah. Doesn't ha- It's not like he wants to create as far as we can tell like an army of tiger 
no. people to take over the world. He has no greater master plan. He just loves making half animal, half human type creatures. Yeah, yeah. It's just his deal. That's what makes him the villain of this week. So. Yeah. You know, and now in we live in the goddamn future and there are whole communities of people who love creating half animal, half human type <laughs> creatures, but they do it in, in an artistic expression that is fine and they have conventions and it's good and they have their communities. And <coughs> there's no problem with it. God damn it. <laughs> but when you start kidnapping people, that's oh, where you cross yeah, a line. Yeah, yeah. See? It's God damn it. <laughs> I've, I've had interactions with these folks, and they seem like like fine folks that just, they have their quirks, but they're not hurting anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. And not once has one of them ever kidnapped me and attempted to turn me into an animal-human hybrid. They're big on consent, and that's... Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. If if Dr. Dorian had, had, you know, sent Catwoman an email and said, hey, you seem to be into cats. Would you care to be turned into a half-cat, half-human hybrid? Probably would have been fine. Maybe she would have been interested maybe. and maybe not. But that's the point. He should have asked. You should ask. <laughs> that's the moral of the story. If it has one, but it doesn't because this doesn't. is a real dumb story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the doctor tells Batman, uh, I, I want to test Tigress's abilities. Go run into the middle of this island and I'm going to send my Tigress to go kill you. Yeah. And, and if cool. you, if you beat Tigress, I will give you the antidote and we can turn Catwoman back into a normal human lady. Yeah. And we're, we're also given to understand by this point when, when Catwoman is revealed in her cat, catty womany form, Tigress is, you can basically hear the boy yo-yoing from off screen. <laughs> he is real into Catwoman. Yeah. Well, there's nobody else around. Yeah. So we're, so, yeah, we're getting some Bride of Frankenstein vibes here yeah. too. But Catwoman is, she's turning her back on him, turning her nose up in the air. She is not interested in Tigress's nope. catty advances. And so Batman goes off into the island. Uh, there's a whole bridge sequence. It's kind of like Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking another work of classic literature, The Most Dangerous Game. Oh, yeah, huh. I didn't think of that. Yeah, but... but uh, well, Batman fights him on the bridge, survives. Uh, yeah. Looks like Tigress is going to die, but he winds up showing up later. Yeah, well, Batman... Uh, and Batman ties him up at one point, and this is the first time where we realize that Tigress can talk. That's right. And credit where credit is due, I Tigress's character design is really cool and striking. I really like his voice. He's this character has some charisma to him. Okay. And I think insofar as this episode has anything going for it, Tigress is really kind of carrying the episode. He's because he's he is so misguided. His his father, uh, Dorian, has g- tried to give him Catwoman like a gift. Here you go. Here's your mate. Yeah. Have sexy times. And Tigress is just so confused. Why doesn't she like me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he has so little to go on. He did not you know grow up with with women around. He doesn't know. So he. F- just falling back on his instincts figures, well, she must like Batman because he's strong. And as soon as I prove that I'm stronger than Batman, that's when she'll give up the sexy times. Which Catwoman says, no, that's not how it works. I, they can't win me over like that. So yep. Tigress freaks out, goes back to his uh, father 
yep. on spooky spooky castle island yep spooky castle laboratory <laughs> lands and and dorian bitch slaps yeah. him oh snap and why weird. didn't you kill batman and, <laughs> you know batman's been been doing his batman do trying to you know talk tigress down saying i'm not your enemy i just want the antidote and if you're happy being a tiger man, hey man, live and let live. That's my motto. <laughs> I like the way he said it. It's like, I'm not his enemy. I just want Selena and you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And Tigers has been trying to reason with Dorian. Like, Batman's not food. I like hunting for food. What? Why, why would I kill Bat? I don't understand. Yeah. And Tigris just... What finally sends Tigris over the edge is Dorian comes to the conclusion that this is all Catwoman's fault. She's the one who's been confusing my poor crazy tiger son. So I'll shoot her with a gun. Right. <laughs> that will be the solution to everything. And this just sends Tigress into a rage. He bitch slaps Dr. Dorian. Oh, chucks the gun out a window, starts hurling conveniently placed crates of explosives around the laboratory. Explosions, take a shot. Yep, enjoy. <laughs> We get a bunch of big explosions. We have a moment where we think that Dorian must be dead, but Tigris carries him unconscious out of the burning castle, lays him down at Batman's feet and says, please, please help my crazy mad scientist, daddy. <laughs> he makes one more play to try to convince Catwoman like, hey, maybe just live here on this island with me and we can be cat people together and we'll we'll have uh, loud, noisy cat people sex. It'll yeah. be great. Yeah. And she's like, no, I I like being a human person and living with human people. <laughs> so Tigris gives her the antidote and pieces out into the jungle to, I guess, live out the rest of his days hunting for food or whatever. Yeah. And as as we end, Batman intones uh the the words of the pl the Blake poem Tiger Tiger burning bright in the forests of the night What immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry Another bit of invoking classic literature to try to class up the joint a little Yeah I've also read that poem and it really has nothing to do with what they're talking about here. That poem was talking about the problem of evil. Why would a perfectly good God create predators like tigers that kill our human asses? Not really relevant to this. God didn't create tigers, my dude. Uh, crazy mad scientist did. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really reaching for some kind of thematic relevance that's... Well, we've we've kind of been interspersing our recap segment with uh, <laughs> with did this episode hold up segments, Kenny? It's hard because I yeah. think we have in previous episodes. Yeah, I did say I was like, well, I, I like it most. The there's one with a tiger episode that's yeah. pretty stupid. Here it is, everybody. This is the one one of my least favorite episodes. Yeah. So uh, how how did how did it hold up against that recollection? It did not, but. I will say a little bit of credit. The animation was better than I remembered. Mm -hmm. And the sound, uh, the jungle yeah. noises, the creaking bridge, the sound of uh, the rope breaking. I was kind of impressed by the sound design of this episode. But that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> this episode has a profoundly stupid plot, but a lot of good atmosphere. 
some really cool character designs. We uh, we should really talk about Garth. I think we okay. need to rank Garth on the old Anthony meter. Okay. Being the, I I don't think Tigris quite quite fits as a mook. Sometimes he functions as a mook, but really he's a secondary antagonist. Okay. Yeah. But I I th- I think Garth is just straight ahead mook. So. He's, you know, does some decent muscle stuff. He does. He's able to, you know, act independently. He's competent. He does successfully kidnap Selena. Uh-huh. Uh, I like his character design. Yeah. So I'm going to say a relatively strong 500 milli Anthony's. Yeah, I agree. I concur. Uh, he's not a bad mook. Yeah, he's he's got a little bit of heart. Not a lot, but he, he, he seems to enjoy his... You know, he seems to have some affection for for the doctor. He's bringing something to the table here, and uh, yeah, I I give five hundred is a good number. All right. <laughs> <laughs> See, we can do science too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there, nanner, nanner, nanner. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, so speaking of science, is it? I feel like we've said. I feel like it's 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 time. I mean. I'm not sure what else to say about this episode other than to get out ye old RNGesus. Let's do it. All righty. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with So you got it turned on. I see you have the computer on. That's good. And uh, you're activating all the switches, which is nice. Switches are are good. They're going. They're switched. Perfect. The mechanisms are buzzing. Yep. It's uh, Now, I I edit that out of the final podcast because it's very annoying. (laughs) But we can hear it. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, it's actually, it's a little rainy out. So let's put some lab coats. On. Lab coats on. But you know what? Pants is off. Woo! All right. We've got our big, beautiful list here of 37 episodes. Oh! There he goes. Two-Face, See No Evil, Cat in the Claw, Beware the Great Ghost, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, Clocking, Heart of Steel, If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Dreams in Darkness, Appointment in Crime Alley, On Leather Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Mad as a Hatter, Night of the Ninja, Fear of Victory, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Be a Clown, The Cape, and Cow Conspiracy, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Hammerman, Nobody's Perfect, Cat Scratch, Fever, and I've Got Batman in My Basement! Yes! Home Ooh, run! Okay, yeah. <laughs> I feel good about that one. I feel good about that one. That was good. Yeah. Okay. The cave and cow conspiracy. That made me get out of breath. I wasn't even doing the thing. That's great. All right. <laughs> Is Tiger Tiger. <laughs> Is Tiger Tiger better and worse than number one Two-Face? Oh, man. I'm going to have to go with worse. I'm going to have to go with worse. I don't I don't think we really have to justify that too hard. Thank you, Aaron Jesus. I think we could just move on. Yeah. Start with an easy one. All right. Is Tiger Tiger better or worse <laughs> than number 14, the Clock King? No. No. Clock Clock King's Clock King's a lot of fun. The more that I play the Clock King in my head, the mm-hmm. more I'm enjoying that episode. It's a, yeah. It's a fun, good Batman yeah, it's, world episode. Yeah, it's briskly paced. And I think that, like, this one actually had a lot going for it, but it did definitely drag a little towards the, like... 
late third act, early yeah, or uh, early, or late second act, early third act. That like middle definitely dipped. The whole point of the hunt, you would think that would have been like the the actiony part, and then, honestly, yeah. that was kind of the slow part of the episode. Yeah, the I exposition mean, part was the f- interesting, fast paced part. Yeah. So, all right, is Tiger Tiger. <laughs> Better or worse than number 19, The Last Laugh? The Last Laugh. I want to make sure I'm remembering the right Joker episode. That's the one with Captain Clown, right? Or am I thinking of a different one? No, I think you're right. Last Laugh's my favorite one. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, Last Laugh's better. Yeah, I think on a technical level, this one might actually be better. It's got, you know, that really good sound design, good lighting, atmosphere, animation... But I think the difference is that The Last Laugh was very much played for camp and did what what it set out to do. This one was dumb, but it was not being played for camp. It was being played pretty straight, and I think that drags it down some. Last Laugh had characters that, you know, Alfred, uh, Bruce, and Joker... All three of those characters were enjoyable on screen. Whereas this one, like you said, Tigers is kind of the star of the show. Catwoman was even... The whole thing is her premises. She's kidnapped to turn into this cat. And we don't really get any of that. Yeah, she's... She's, she's just given so little to do. You know, the the voice actress does a fantastic job with the little dribs and drabs that the writers gave her. Yeah, but... And I will give her that. But she's... She's so passive in this yeah. episode. She gets kidnapped and she does a lot of, no, Tigress, don't hurt him. Yeah. And that, oh God, for a character with such a strong introduction in Cat and the Claw, it really makes me sad how poorly served Catwoman has been every time we've seen her since then. And I don't remember it getting much better from here, unfortunately. Uh, well, I don't yeah, know. We'll, we'll see when we get there. Yeah. But, but yeah, this is pretty much bottom of the bucket right here. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to concur. The last laugh better than Tiger Tiger. All right. Down, down the list we go. Where we stop. <laughs> Nobody knows. Is Tiger Tiger better or worse than number 27, Night of the Ninja? Ooh, I like Knight of the Ninja better. Hmm. I like that villain because his, at least his his motivation was he was a bully who was mad at Bruce for you know him getting kicked out. It was misguided, but at the same time, I understood what his motivation was. The good doctor in this episode, I want to make a cat woman that is both yeah. cat and woman so that Tigress can prove his strength. And I can bring Batman to the island. It's jumbled. It's yeah. Also, messy. also, uh, Mr. Dorian is he is so proud of Tigress. Like, look at this perfection that I've created. <laughs> right. By uplifting a cat, and he's happy being a tiger. <laughs> has no objections. Why would he go from that to? I guess the the obvious next step is not make a mate for him out of a cat. It's kidnap a lady. Right. What? Now, I guess he maybe read in the newspaper there is a person in Gotham who is a cat woman. 
I guess. Maybe he's that's how he got the idea. But even then, he went out of his way to get Selena Kyle. Yeah, call her on the phone and ask her permission, <laughs> dude. If 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 Hugo Strange can find the Joker's phone number, yeah. I am sure that you can get a hold of Selena Kyle and say, "Hey, I'm into this splicing deal. Yeah, it's, yeah interested? It's this. Uh, it's very muddled. Yeah, it's a muddled episode. Yeah, I don't know. I'd wait against that. I, I do still like, I like Tigris. I like the setting, like this island setting is is with the crazy, you know, mad scientist laboratory in a castle. It's all very hammer horror, and I think that is done well. And I don't think Night of the Ninja really quite reaches that, that level of, of setting the scene. So it's a close thing, but I, I think I would give Tiger Tiger the edge. Ooh. All right. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Knife fight. I, I think it's a knife fight. <laughs> I challenge you to a battle of knives. Knife fight. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're getting into some deep science All here. All right. So, okay. Night of the Ninja. I think it had good music. Uh, the animation, I think, is better for Tiger Tiger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the characters were more fleshed out in Night of Ninja. I think Night of the Ninja had, uh, I think I liked the Robin Batman stuff in Night of the Ninja, mm-hmm. uh, especially since it was coming right hot on the heels of Robin's Reckoning. Like the the continuity in this show, it's very much made so that you can watch episodes in any order. But I feel like, maybe this is just me reading into it, that was an episode where you could feel the character progression in a way that's not usual for this show. So that was kind of nice. Kyodai Ken, I I don't think he really registered for me as hard as he did for you. Like, like, yeah, he was kind of a bully, but that's kind of it. Like, it's, it's a less muddled motivation, but it's also pretty simplistic. I didn't really didn't really make me feel anything. And even just on the strength, as dumb as the writing was, Tigris's voice performance and his design and the way they animated his face, I actually felt a little for him, despite myself. Huh. See, I kind of... I, I will say Tigris's design is very... I like that design. Yeah. It it felt very gargoyles to me. See, I was thinking uh, Altered Beast from Sega Genesis, but it's a good yeah. design. Yeah. Um, I, the sound design is very well. It's it's in Tiger Tiger I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, those jungle noises. Yeah, it got a little bit more of a... It's funny because I'm going to say dynamic, but a more <laughs> dynamic with the dynamic duo. I like yeah. the play between the two. Yeah. Yeah. That is kind of where Tiger Tiger falls apart is that some of the individual characters are cool, but the relationships between them never quite rise to any real level. Yeah. Garth, you'll never see him again. And honestly, he's in terms of a a, a memorable, a memorable character. Yeah. I've totally forgot about that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, there's there's no real mooks in Night of the Ninja. That's true. There's not. That's yeah. Garth. Garth came in, you know, on the on the strong side of the middle of the pack. You know, kind of, you know, not not a huge standout, but very solid. Right. 
yeah, I'm, 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 I'm still feeling Tiger Tiger. It's a, it's a slight edge, but I feel like the edge is there. Okay. If, if only on the strength of the atmosphere. If we're gonna go by atmosphere, then Tiger Tiger for the jungle uh, diegetic sounds. All right. I will concur, but on sound effects alone. Yeah, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. It's a thin margin, but okay. All right. Well, we're getting close now. In that case, is Tiger Tiger better or worse than number 21, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne? Nah. And no, Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne. I mean, Tiger Tiger had some, again, like sort of technical advantages but the fun factor is yeah. just there with Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne. It did the camp thing so well. All right. In that case, is Tiger Tiger Back on the street. better or worse than number 23, Appointment in Crime Alley? I think that's another close one. Because Appointment in Crime Alley was also kind of jumbled. <coughs> I could see what they were reaching for a little better. Because that had, you know, had to do with Batman's backstory and, right. you know, losing his parents. And, but that one kind of had the same problem of, of Tiger Tiger and that it just kind of dragged halfway through. Right. And I, I, this is a rare occasion where I'm going to think, I think Tiger Tiger's better. Yeah, I, I agree. I concur. Because Appointment in Crime Alley, even though it had like this, you know, countdown, mm. I still felt bored <laughs> for yeah. most of the episode. Yeah. And it was a beautiful episode. It had good explosions. Yeah, absolutely. But I I think just by virtue of the unique setting and atmosphere, because Appointment in Crime Alley did have good atmosphere, but that, you know, noir cityscape atmosphere is something that you can get in a lot of Batman episodes. Right. So, Okay. All right, well, that leaves us with just one more decision to make. Is Tiger Tiger better or worse than number 22, Dreams in Darkness? I think I like, wait, Dreams in Darkness is uh, Scarecrow? Scarecrow, yeah. That's 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 the one where where Batman crashes his car in front of Arkham Asylum. Asylum. Yeah, they... They do the in-media res, right. you know, flashbacks, let's see how we got here thing. I think Dreams of Darkness is better. Yeah, I, I think that's another close one because they're, they're both kind of jumbled messes, to be honest. But Dreams and Darkness, as I recall, is the one with that wonderful uh, hallucination mm. sequence with the, the giant gun yeah. rising in slow motion. And I think that... That is what elevates the episode above just being a standard scarecrow caper. And you had an inner monologue too. With yeah, with that was fun. Which was unique. Yeah, yeah. So, so okay, yeah. all right, I concur. Sweet. So that puts <coughs> Tiger Tiger the distance, now I'm back on my feet. as the new number twenty-three, just below Dreams and Darkness, and just above Appointment in Crime Alley. Okay. Yeah. So. Tiger, Tiger. Just a man and his will to survive. Clocking in, not terrible, all things considered. Right. But We uh, talked a lot of shit about it, but honestly, yeah. it, we've seen worse. <laughs> yeah, we, we've definitely seen worse. I'll take it over the uh, uh, hard, or was it? 
Cat Scratch Fever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, Cat Scratch Fever is is one of only two episodes sitting below Nobody's Perfect right, right. now. Uh, but let's see what we've got next week. And I think we already know because we saw up on the screen yeah. there when we were queuing up this episode. We have Moon of the Wolf. Yep. I remember that one as being another pretty dumb episode. We got a lot of human animal hybrids yeah. <laughs> back to back here. <laughs> I remember we get the return of Milo. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and then as I recall, it's kind of like a ster- steroid episode. Like, hey, kids, don't do steroids. You'll turn into a wolf. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, that pretty much describes uh, what I remember of it, too. <laughs> I remember it being kind of dumb and bad, but. Well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Who I'm, knows? Could be Shakespeare. Yeah. Time we see it. So I'm glad that we're doing these in two different sessions because yes. yeah, that's doing doing these two back to back might be might be a little rough. So we will see how that works out next time. And in the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me on Weiski TV, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter. Also, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us here at anchor.fm slash bat rankings, where you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, kick us a little Skrilla every month if that's your deal. (laughs) (laughs) And if you would care to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you happen to listen to us, we appreciate it. That does bump us up in the algorithm and helps new listeners find us. And in the meantime, we'll see you next week for Moon of the Wolf. Sounds good. All right. Happy holidays, everybody. Bye-bye.